Welcome to Dentists, Puns, and Money. I am your host, Sean Terrell, and we have two guests together on today's show, Dr. Karen Tindall and Dr. Laura Schwint. Both are dentists who left clinical practice several years ago to pursue a different calling, providing total well-being programs for other dentists and their teams. Listen in as Dr. Karen and Dr. Laura share how the achievement trap of dentistry, as they call it, can lead to unhappiness and why they also believe a healthy practice is a wealthy practice. As a reminder, our company, Dentist Exit Planning, helps dentists leaving clinical with the financial piece of that transition, specifically how to reduce that massive lifetime tax bill and also how to optimize living off of your assets. If you are interested in guidance on your taxes and your income as you exit clinical, schedule an initial consultation with us on our website, which is dentistexit.com. And with that introduction, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Drs. Karen Tindall and Laura Schwint. All right, Dr. Karen Tindall and Dr. Laura Schwint, welcome to Dentist Puns and Money. I'm excited to hear more about your stories, and thank you each for joining me today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here. So this is a little bit unusual in that we have two guests on the podcast, but my favorite place to start is always the same. I like to to share a little bit with the audience, a little bit of the background of the guests. So uh, maybe starting with Karen, let's hear a little bit more about kind of your journey to this point and how you've reached this current point of your career in dentistry. Yeah. So I am originally from England, which is where the accent is going to come from. And in England, I was a family dentist before finding my way into doing orthodontics for 12 years. And I loved my job. I loved making smiles for my patients. And then in 2016, I moved to the United States with my husband and my family, but it was for my husband's job. And I didn't have a visa and, or a work permit. And I couldn't just easily transfer my qualifications of being a dentist or orthodontist over here. So I got to be a stay-at-home mom for the first time in my career, put it that way. I had, I had always worked. And that gave me an opportunity to learn something new. And I studied to become a professional life coach. And stepping back from dentistry and being a life coach enabled me to see that the life that I had in dentistry could be stressful, demanding, it was challenging, didn't have to be that way, that there were some other options of how to do life. And I developed a passion for supporting people in the dental industry through coaching. And my passion matched very nicely up with Laura's passion. And I'll let you tell, let her tell you a bit of her story and then how the two of us put those passions together. Perfect. Go ahead, Laura. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how our stories parallel, very similar, very different, but very similar path. I was a longtime family dentist after several associates associateships, uh, opened my own practice from scratch. It was a small boutique practice and running that was a dream come true. But about five years into that adventure, I suffered extreme burnout and I credit my very first life coach with saving my life. I worked with her for about a year and turned around that feeling of burnout 
and completely changed the way I practiced dentistry, that completely changed the way I ran my office and saw some light. And it was a beautiful thing. And on our last call, I said to my life coach, I said, I, I wish I could, I could give this gift to all women dentists. And she said, you can. And that stuck with me. And uh, so fast forward, my husband ended up having kind of a major surgery and it, it shook us up a little bit. And we decided to radically change our lives. We sold everything and moved across the country to the mountains, which was always a dream of ours. And uh, that was right before COVID. And so that is when I decided to transition out of clinical practice and become a life coach so that I could follow that dream of mine. And then it was early 2020 when a dear friend of ours, Ann Duffy from Do, introduced Karen and I. And we met virtually on Zoom uh, January of 2020. And instantly, we're just like, we had so many similarities, so many of the same passions and missions. We became instant friends and we're friends first and now business partners. So, Wow. Two uh, great stories. And I hear a lot of similarities, as you said that I would, in your stories in that you both sort of discovered around the same time that there's more to life than dentistry and there's maybe a better way to live life within dentistry. And then you found each other and that led to your current venture together, the Mint Door. So could we learn a little bit more about what the Mint Door is and and and, and who it helps? Yeah, certainly. We, we love talking about the Mint Door. It is our passion. So the Mint Door has two main arms to it. Maybe if I share the first one and then Laura, you can take over and uh, share the second. So we are very proud and it is our passion to deliver practice wellness programs to dental practices. What that means, because it is a very innovative thing to do. I don't think there's anybody else doing this apart from us. Um, we go into practices to support the practice owner, the doctor, look after the total well-being of their team and also themselves. So we're looking after the doctors too. Um, and we do this through small group coaching, whole team, in-person days, team coaching and one-to-one -one coaching with people as well. We have been able to achieve incredible transformations and results and turn around practices where maybe there was tensions, maybe the team are feeling frazzled and starting to burn out, um, maybe practices where roles between people on teams weren't all that clear and everybody was kind of getting stepping on each other's toes a little bit. So how we can help is very varied in the sort of practices that we work with. But if you have a practice that you as the practice owner or the doctor genuinely care about your team and you know you want to look after them, but as in any practice owner, doctor role, there is so much to do in a day that you maybe don't have the time that you need, you know your team needs from you. You just don't have that to be able to give. That's where we can come in and we will help nurture your team and we will be part of that team with you. And that's where our greatest pleasure comes from, where we become part of somebody's team and we're allowed to see inside and help these practices flourish rather than struggling. So that is part one of what the Mint Door does. 
and Laura, maybe you could share part two. Awesome. Yes. Well, part two was born through a genuine, authentic conversation between Karen and I and another uh, woman dentist over dinner. And we all three got real vulnerable and we're talking about some of the challenges we had when we practiced dentistry. And at the end of that conversation, we realized that we had more in common than we had ever dreamed possible. And that through authentic, vulnerable conversations in a place where you feel safe, you can, number one, not feel alone. Number two, you can gather support. And number three, you can find wisdom from those that have gone through something similar to you that may have some pointers or some suggestions. And that is where the membership site of the Mint Door idea was born. We wanted to create a space where women dentists could come and be comfortable sharing, have great conversations, connect with others, and then just increase their wisdom and their feeling of togetherness in this very challenging role. And so we initially opened up the Mint Door membership site for women dentists. And we have since expanded it to uh, women in healthcare because we recognize that we have more in common than we do not. And that membership site is a place where you can choose to be there just on demand, or you can choose a more intimate relationship where there's one-on-one coaching, group coaching, that type of thing. So that is the second arm. So I want to shift back to the first arm and just talk a a little bit more about the practice wellness program with Karen, and then maybe we'll add a little bit onto the membership program with Laura as well. As it relates to the practice wellness program, Karen, you hit on something that kind of stood out to me and that, you know, dentists are so busy just running the shop and seeing patients and, you know, we're out of gloves or we're out of supplies or, you know, whatever it is almost chasing their tail on a day-to-day basis. How does someone even begin to pull back and do something proactive that is better in the long run for the practice when so much of the day-to-day is just sort of staying alive? Yeah. Verbally speaking. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question to answer because you're right when you describe like chasing your tail and your example of they need more gloves and -and so-and-so needs this from you. As a dentist in a practice, you wear so many hats in one day from being, hopefully getting to do the job that you were trained to do, some clinical dentistry. You're also a people manager. You're also probably a technician that fixes equipment when it's broken. You're also somebody that's maybe an agony aunt to help listen to problems. And there is just so much going on that I think it's very easy to feel that you're not really devoting your attention in the way that you want to, to everything, because you have to share it around because there isn't, there's only one of you, or maybe there's two of you, but you there's not enough to share to donate your time and attention to all these things in the way that you want to look after. And that's why with our practice wellbeing program, we have like different levels of how people can be involved on that practice wellbeing program. So you can just dip in and have a virtual on-demand video library that you can access, or it can go all the way up to all the in-person one-to-one coaching. So there's levels of how much people would want to get involved. And to dip your toe in 
the virtual program is a great place to get started because if you have, you know that you want to support your team, you know that you want to see your team well, um, you want, and what, what does a well team do, do? Well, a well team turns up, they don't ring in sick. A well team is more productive. They appear, well, they are happier and they appear happier to the patients that walk through the door. So we like to say a healthy practice becomes a wealthy practice because when all these parts are working well together, that will definitely have an impact on the productivity of your practice. That's something that all dentists and practice owners, I think, can agree that they want is they want a practice that has great production, but also happy people. So being able to know, first of all, that you need to do something, I think is a key point to say, yes, I'm ready for something like this, that you may be thinking, I know I need something. I'm just not quite sure what. Then that's where we would suggest just dipping your toes in and doing the virtual program for your team. And we're really proud that with our virtual program, what people do is they earn themselves, not in the business sense of an MBA, but you earn a WBA for your practice. And that stands for well-being aware. And this is something that you can use, you get a certificate for the wall or a digital badge for your website, but it's something that you can then show to prospective employees who are going to come and work for you. We're a practice that we really care about the people on our team. And also your patients are going to see that as well. Like, hey, this is a practice that cares about people. And in the current climate, as we record this in early 2023, of staffing and employee retention being such a big problem right now in dentistry, I would think that that would be a differentiator as you're trying to attract and retain uh, really good team members for your practice. Shifting back to the membership program, Laura, you talked about sort of creating the space where not only uh, women dentists, but just women in healthcare can be and be vulnerable and share what they're dealing with. What's the response been there? What are some of the things that you've learned since you've launched that? Mm. One of the things that I think brings me the most joy is when somebody has that realization that they're not alone, that they don't have to go through the challenges alone, that they can reach out to somebody, that there are so many other people out there that can walk the path with them. That is one thing that we pride ourselves on is collaboration. Because both of us realized when we were practicing dentistry that we sort of had blinders on. We had no idea of the amazing people out in the world that could help us and enhance our lives. And so a big part of the membership site is bringing in those other bright lights in our industry and shining a light on what they do and how they can help as well. And then bringing that information to our members so that they can, you know, take those blinders off and say, wow, there's somebody I've never thought of doing that. That's, that's somebody I could reach out to and ask some questions. So that has been just a beautiful part of it that, that I didn't realize was really going to happen. But as it has happened, just seeing that aha moment, those moments of, relief when you realize, A, you're not alone, and B, there's so many people to reach out to. And you said something, Laura, to stay on you for a moment in the beginning that getting a life coach at a certain point of your career saved your life. I don't think you chose those words on accident. 
and maybe just to, to talk a little bit more about you're not alone and the space that the membership program provides at the Mint Door and what's that been able to provide for other people who maybe were suffering in silence for lack of a, a better way to articulate that. Mm -hmm. I think that that's one of the most important pieces that we talk about. It, the more we talk about it, the better. But yet you need a space where people feel safe to talk because it is still really hard to take off that mask of I've got it all together. I'm doing it all, you know, because we are as the professionals expected to have everything in order, to be prepared, to know everything, to have all the answers. So the more that we realize that talking things through with somebody that you feel safe with can lighten the load can unburden some of that heavy energy and let you take off that mask for a little bit so that you can then see that there are solutions to the challenges that you're having. There is a path. There is a different way maybe of doing things that will be better for your own personal well-being and the well-being of the people you love and take care of. Mm -hmm. Karen, uh, and getting to know both of you a little bit before we hit record on the podcast, uh, you guys mentioned a, a phrase called the achievement trap of dentistry. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you define that? And you know, I, I think we're dancing around it, but how can a, a dentist identify if they're stuck in that trap? And I guess, what are some ways that they can, can work themselves out of it? Yeah. Well, we don't have any hard statistics about number of dentists stuck in achievement traps, but I would be guessing everybody who is a dentist, who has been at some point or still is stuck in this trap. We in dental school was very, very good at creating perfectionists. The training that we go through and how we develop over the course of that training turns us into people that are expecting perfect every single time. That just, as we know, in the real world isn't possible. In a dental school, when as a student, you may have three hours to do a procedure and you can get it so that your instructor is super happy with it. And, you know, it's pretty much perfect. Out in the real world, you've maybe got 20 minutes. It's, it's completely incomparable. But yet this is what we see is that so many people are then judge themselves against the stand, like, their expectations of what they need to be doing, and not only in the clinical work they turn out, because I completely agree, turning out your best possible clinical work is a, is a standard of care and you, you, you don't compromise that. But in terms of everything else that goes with it, we're very good at blaming ourselves, at not judging it when something doesn't go according to plan and then going home and reliving that moment again and again and again. And that's what we've seen talking to dentists. And some of the, you know, the most rewarding conversations that we have had is with dentists who they are seriously thinking that is, is dentistry the career for them? And they're upset and they don't know where to turn because they've spent so much money becoming a dentist it's all they've ever known. They feel that they don't have any other skills, but they genuinely love patients and they love what they do. But getting stuck in this achievement 
trap, as we call it, for them is really, really difficult. And that's, you know, some of the most beautiful transformations is when we've talked to dentists who are thinking, I'm, I just can't get out of this. Maybe I should do something else. And actually, when we've been able to help them through conversations and some strategies and goals and different approach, things have turned around for them. And we just had an email just this week from a dentist that we helped. And this dentist was so pleased with how life had turned around for them because they had started to see things from a different angle. So interesting. Thank you for for sharing and for for diving deeper into that. I've noticed uh, and became acquainted or become acquainted in the last uh, several months to a year that this is a big problem within dentistry. And as a result, there are companies and, and people and consultants that are sort of in the similar general area as you guys with the Mint Door in trying to help dentists uh, be happier within their career and helping them deal with burnout in some cases, trying to avoid the achievement trap. Uh, with this is sort of a backdrop and a lead up, uh, who do you guys work best with? And sort of what is the differentiator in terms of personality types that's going to be the best fit for, for Karen and Laura and the Mint Door? That's a great question. And I think that when we think about somebody, so much of, and this kind of goes back to the achievement treadmill. In dentistry, it's easy to start living towards someone else's definition of success and start going down paths that aren't home to you. And I think that when somebody starts feeling that disconnect, like they're not, they don't feel themselves. Like Karen said, maybe they're, they're starting to doubt whether they even want to be in dentistry anymore. They're starting to feel that prickliness inside that there, something's just not right. And they want to know what that is a perfect person to start working with us because what we love to do is we love to, through, like Karen said, questions, strategies, techniques, really dig into what's important to that individual. What are their values? What is their definition of success? How can they work towards that and get back to that person that feels joy, that feels fulfillment? and is comfortable knowing that they're walking their path. Can I add something into that, Laura? A absolutely. Yeah. So Laura's description, it was eloquent. It was, it was great. I think what we do that complements the way we work with people is that we can work with anybody who has that inkling, but we do it in quite a unique way that everything that we do, and this is one of my favorite words, and I've, Laura's adopted it too now, but everything that we do is bespoke. So it's a very English word. It's probably a very old English word, but everybody tells me English people speak a little bit old fashioned. But this word, it means custom made, made to order, tailor made. And everything that we do with our clients is tailor made for them and for their practice. So there's no cookie cutter. This is Karen and Laura's system for what they're going to bring to your practice it is going to be specifically for your practice. So no two dentists will have the same program going on because we really believe that our clients, the dentists and the teams that we work with, they are the experts. 
on their practice. They know what works well. We have the pleasure and the privilege of working very closely with practice management consultants, but we differ from what a practice management consultant does. So you can, because we often hear this one thing, people say, oh, I love what you do, but I'm working with a consultant at the moment. Now that in a way now becomes music to our ears because we know that in the relationships we have in practices where somebody already has a practice management consultant, take the great things that that consultant is doing and bring in a practice wellness program. And instead of just having, let's say, X amount of benefit, you're going to get X plus Y and it's going to be even better. So everything is individual. That's why we are able to adapt how we work with many different types. But as Laura said, it's that that feeling goes first. And then personality-wise, practice style, is it big? Is it small? That doesn't matter because we will craft something that works for that team. I love it. And I can relate uh, in my business and in my industry. So uh, such good mm-hmm. stuff there. We've covered some really interesting ground. Is there anything that we haven't hit on that you feel would be important to mention today as we start to, to wrap things up for either of you? Mm-hmm. I think that the one of the things that I'd like to share and just encourage is that there is so many people that can help. And really, it is finding the fit for you. I think that that's the most important. And knowing that discovering that right fit is is part of the process. And so we love to encourage anybody that's that's looking to do something, to make a change, to explore a new path, to really explore the people that can help on that path and know that that's what we want for you too. We want the right fit. And for people that this sounds like it might be the right fit for them, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys to take that first step to start to explore whether it is a fit? Yeah. Well, you can find us, our website is themintdoor.net. We love hanging out on Instagram um, at the Mint Door Club. We also have a Facebook page, but a Facebook group as well, which is the Mint Door Club. And you can find us basically on and LinkedIn. We also have a LinkedIn too. So we hang out on social media from time to time. We are mindful not to spend too much time on it, um, fitting in with the whole concept of well-being. <laughs> but yeah, find us, drop us an email at themintdoorclub at gmail.com. Um, reach out in any way. Laura and I love having conversations. And if we can have a virtual coffee and a chat with somebody, it brightens our day. Um, We love learning about the people in the world who are out there in dentistry, hearing their stories and learning about them and then thinking, how can we best support that person? So I'd like to end on a light note. The name of the podcast is Dentist's Puns and Money. Would either of you like to take a a shot at your your best worst dental joke. Okay, well, I um have a dental joke and I tested it out on my 6-year-old niece. So, this is the level of the joke. It is simple um because I'm not tend I don't tend to be very good at remembering jokes. So, my joke is, what is a dentist's favorite dinosaur? What is a dentist's favorite dinosaur? I have a five-year-old son who loves dinosaurs, so mm-hmm. I'm going to share this with him, but I do not know the answer. 
I'm ready for the punchline. The answer is a flossiraptor. A flossiraptor. <laughs> it sounds like it could be a dinosaur. Well, there is a velociraptor. Yeah, that's why I think it's going along those lines. It's a velociraptor. Flossiraptor. And I only know that because, as I said, my five-year-old has flashcards with like 97 different species yeah. of dinosaurs that I've all had to yeah. <laughs> now memorize. So that's awesome. My niece is a dinosaur expert too. So I thought I would test that one out on her. And she, uh, she liked it. That's I love it. One. I, I love you know, it. Good. It reminds me, and I didn't think I had one, but it reminded me of one. Speaking of floss, what do you call a bear who doesn't floss? I do not know. What do you call a bear that doesn't floss? A gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> very good that is that's awesome i love it (laughs) all right well thank you very much that is dr karen tindall and dr laura schwint dentists and co-founders of the mint door dr karen dr laura thank you for sharing your stories for sharing your wisdom and for being guests on dentists puns and money thank you for having us thank you thanks for listening and following along Are you a dentist nearing your retirement from clinical or have you already hung up your handpiece? Would you like a treatment plan for the financial components of your exit from clinical? Our company, Dentist Exit Planning, helps dentists like you reduce taxes in retirement and optimize how to best live off your assets, including the ideal time for you to start taking social security. If you'd like guidance on those critical pieces or just a second opinion, schedule an initial consultation with us on our website. Our web address is dentistexit.com and there's no obligation for your initial consultation. That website again, dentistexit.com. As a reminder, Dentist Exit Planning and Terrell Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. The information presented should not be interpreted or construed as investment, legal, tax, financial planning, or wealth management advice. It does not substitute for personalized investment or financial planning from Dentist Exit Planning or Terrell Advisors, LLC. Please consult with your accountant and attorney for tax and legal advice. This podcast conveys the views and opinions of Sean Terrell and his guests, and the information herein should not be considered a solicitation to engage in a particular investment, tax planning, or financial planning strategy. Information presented is for educational purposes only, and past performance is not indicative of future results.